ask you tonight to open your Bibles to the book of Daniel. Amen. I want the group to come up and get ready tonight. The book of Daniel, chapter 5. Verse 27 and also verse 30. Daniel chapter 5, verse 27. Give me a little bit more up here, brother, please. Verse 27. That's good. Thank you. And verse 30 reads as follows. Verse 27 says, Tekel, or Tikel, whatever, Thou art weighed in the balances, and art found wanting. Thou art weighed in the balances, and art found guilty. Verse 30, In that night was Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans, slain. In that night, was Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans, slain. Amen. Tonight, I would like to take those of you that are already baptized back to the way it was. Those of you that are not baptized, I want to take you to the way it is and also to the way it will be when the party's over. Amen. You understand what we're talking about tonight. Let's go to the Lord in prayer at this time. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word. We're asking, Lord, a special touch from above upon me that I might be able to preach your word with the anointing presence and the power of your Holy Ghost. We're asking, God, a special touch upon each and every heart that is here, the visitors, the saints those that have come to worship and to praise your name God we're asking Lord that you would touch them bless them in a special way Lord in Jesus name we're asking you to whom we give the praise and the honor and the glory in Jesus name amen you'll see what I mean as soon as you hear this song tonight
well prepared. Amen? And that is the title of my message tonight. I asked the, the group to prepare that song for this purpose and for this message tonight. So whether you liked it or not, it has been done. And I hope you're in the mood. Amen. Because we're going to talk about that tonight. Amen. It's things that we just cannot avoid. Things that are that happen in our lives that have a great impact on us. And uh, most of us, we are a young congregation here. And I think that the majority of us that are here tonight, at one time or another, uh, used to like to party. That was our life. Uh, the majority of us used to like to go out and do the things of the world. Uh, even just recently, those of you that have just come to the Lord, you know that this song has a lot of meaning to it. And uh, because that's the life that we used to live. Thank God that the Lord took us out of that life. No longer have to look to the parties for, for joy and for uh, comfort and for filling that emptiness that was inside of our hearts. But now we go to the house of the Lord where we can find the joy and the peace of the Holy Ghost. That's where it's all at. We thank the Lord for that. But in the world it was very common uh, for us to hear about the parties and where they were going to be at and so on. Many times, many weekends, somebody would ask, where is a party at this weekend? Where are we going to go this weekend? What are we going to do? If we didn't know where the party was at, we just go into our automobiles and go cruising and looking for a party. That's the way our life was. And we enjoyed that. We thought that was the ultimate in living. But at the end of the, the evening or in the morning, whenever the party was all over with, there was always certain problems that would arise. Somebody was hurt, somebody was stabbed, somebody was shot, somebody was hit. Somebody ran off with somebody else's wife. Somebody ran off with somebody else's girlfriend. Somebody had an overdose. Always certain problems. Somebody came by and crashed the party. So many things that would happen at these worldly parties that we used to attend when we were in the world. Last year, we read an article of a young couple that had just gotten married and uh, in their wedding reception when they were all enjoying the, the reception and having a great time according to them they were dancing and they had their own personal band they had their drugs they had everything going for them and the couple thought well this is the ultimate of parties after tonight we're going to go and make a life for ourselves and whenever we go to parties we'll go together and we'll be together we won't have to separate and so on but something happened at that particular party that afternoon somebody came by I believe it was uh, an old jealous boyfriend came by and uh, got a hold of the groom and shot him killed him and as the bride stood there before the, the husband, her newly husband that she had not even known, 
she was weeping standing in a state of shock the end of that party was tragedy the end of that party was a beginning of sorrows for her amen we can see all of these things that happen at a lot of the parties that we were used to going to can you say amen a few years ago down Whittier Boulevard some of you had been with the Lord here for in the church for quite a while down Whittier Boulevard in Montebello I remember going home from one of our Sunday evening services it was a couple two couples in an automobile who had been at a party that had been messing around with PCP and messing around with all kinds of drugs when we got to that particular area over here by Vale Street on Whittier Boulevard we saw a lot of commotion and when we got to it we saw what looked like what had been an automobile that had been crushed almost beyond recognition we saw another automobile that had been crushed also almost beyond recognition we saw we went out to the side and we parked our automobiles and we got off and we went over to see what in the world had happened we had never seen an accident such as this one so when we got off we heard people talking of how they heard the screaming of the young ladies that were in that automobile and they heard the radio as it was blaring out its music and they heard these young ladies that they be began to scream and they heard a thump and they heard a, the hitting of uh, the scraping of metal against metal and then they heard the screeching of the tires and they heard the yelling of the young ladies that were inside of the automobile and then they heard so a lot of commotion when they came out they heard they heard a loud bang and when they came out they saw that this automobile <clears throat> that had been traveling at a, a great uh, speed maybe about 80 or 85 miles an hour with its lights off had been coming down Whittier Boulevard the young man had been uh, messed up on PCP had just come out of a party somewhere and had his girlfriend sitting next to him and had another couple a young man and a young lady sitting in the back seat and he something got a hold of him and he began to drive that automobile without no lights on and he was doing about 80 miles an hour and when they were about ready to hit the young ladies began to scream and those screams were heard all the way down the block when he hit the side of that automobile it threw his automobile out of control and he went and he hit a post that was there, a light post. Didn't do nothing to the post, but what happened is that the car was almost split in half. The young man's leg flew out of his body, and they found his leg a few yards away from the accident. And all that you could hear people talking about was the screams that they had heard when that car was about ready to hit that post. When we walked, when we went there, we stood there to see what was happening. You could smell the smell of death. Amen. You could see that brown van that usually comes around when there is death that occurs somewhere. That van belongs to the county corner of Los Angeles. Saw him pulling up and saw him pulling away. What a sad sight it was for the parents of those that had had that accident and went on into eternity without God. They took that young, those young, that young couple that died in that accident to the nearest morgue. What a sad sight it was for that young couple. After the party, after the happiness that they thought that they had found, the happiness that they had been seeking for such a long time, their life ended in tragedy. And we can go on and relate stories such as this 
over and over again that have happened in our lives that we have seen, that we have read, and that we have known. You that are sitting here, I believe, can relate to some of these stories. You've known people that have gone to parties with you. And somewhere along the way at that party, they've had too much to drink. And they go out and do things that later on uh, um, they regret because they get into an accident. Or somebody stabs them or shoots them and they go on into eternity without God. Let me tell you, friend, the end of the party many times lands up in death. I want to tell you I'm glad that I don't have to go to those parties anymore to enjoy the blessings of my God. I'm glad that God has given me something better, praise the Lord, that I can enjoy my life not having to go to these things, uh, hallelujah, that are a hindrance and are a problem in our lives today. I thank God tonight that He took me out of the misery of sin, praise God, and He set my feet upon a solid rock where I don't have to depend on going to these worldly things, hallelujah, to be able to enjoy my life today. But I can come to the house of the Lord and I can enjoy dancing for God I can enjoy worshiping and praising the name of the Lord Jesus Christ with all of my heart and with all of my soul and with all of my strength praise the name of the Lord amen this is a kind of a life that the devil offers to you and I tonight our visiting friends that are here you might say that will never happen to me I do not indulge in PCP. I do not indulge in liquor. I do not indulge in weed. I don't indulge in pills or any kind of drugs. I'm a pretty good fella. I'm a pretty good person myself. But it doesn't make any difference, my friend. After you have lived your life and after you have enjoyed your life in sin and in the things of the world, what is going to become of you? Where will you spend your eternity? Will you spend it in heaven with God? Or will you land up in hell spending your eternity in a burning fire where there shall be the crying and the gnashing of teeth my friend when the party is all over where will you spend eternity is it worth enjoying your flesh today is it worth enjoying your life in the world today and when it's all over landing up in a burning hell where there shall be the crying and the gnashing of teeth or is it worth putting all those things aside and saying God I'm going to serve you with all my heart I'm going to serve you with all my soul I'm going to put all those things aside oh God and I'm going to give my life to you I'm going to serve you with all my heart and with all my soul and with all my strength devil paints a pretty picture to us just like he did when we were out there in the world he never shows the bad side of life he always shows you the good side he will paint a picture of the beautiful things that you can have yes he will and he'll make it very easy for you he'll say you don't have to go to that church to enjoy the peace and the joy that you need all you have to do is go out and inject some heroin into your veins and I'll show you how to enjoy life I'll show you how to enjoy yourself let me tell you friend but he doesn't show you the overdoses he doesn't show you the broken homes he doesn't show you the psychiatrists the psycho, psycho hospitals that many people end up in today he doesn't show you your broken homes and your families that are left without food and without anything at home all because of that drug addiction
direction. All he shows you is a party. All he shows you is the good things. But let me tell you, friend, when it's all over, you're going to have to pay the price. You're going to have to pay the price and go before the mighty throne of Almighty God tonight. Even the world today realizes what they are doing. Amen. They said, hey, you cannot advertise cigarettes anymore. You cannot put them on billboards. You cannot present them at, on television. You cannot advertise cigarettes anymore because they are bad for your health. Even the world today, hallelujah, is bringing forth these things before our very eyes. What about you and I? Can we see what the devil is doing to the world today? Can you see, my friend, what the devil is trying to do to your life today? He's painting a pretty picture of the world and telling you that it's alright when it's not alright. Let me tell you, if you don't serve God the way He's supposed to be served, the time is going to come when the party is all but over. It's going to be over, my friend, and you're going to have to give account for what you have done on the face of this earth for God. Can you say praise the Lord? Yes, sir. Amen. It's going to be over. When that song first came out, you know, hey, I said, wait a minute. That thing sounds like an oldie. I turned it off. I said, I don't want to hear that. Then I heard it again. I said, hey, that song has some meaning to it. Yes, sir. That song made me weep. Not because of the, the rhythm that it has but it took me back to the misery it took me back to the things that I used to do and the words to that song made me realize that when that was all over there was jails there was prisons there was psychiatrists there was a breaking of the home there was no money there was all kinds of problems friend and I had to weep before the presence of God when I heard that song remember the parties remember the way it was because when it's all over you're gonna lose out my friend hallelujah we need to get a hold of ourselves and say God I'm gonna leave the worldly parties and I'm gonna come to the house of God and I'm gonna worship your name and I'm gonna give myself to you that I might be able to worship and praise you in spirit and in truth He clouds your mind where you can't see what's happening. He makes you believe that everything is all right. We have the story here that we have read in the Word of God of a man by the name of Belshazzar. We didn't read the whole story, but it's a beautiful story of a man who fits the very pattern of what we are talking about tonight in this generation this age in which we live in today Bible says that this man had a party he knew who God was he knew what he was doing and he had a party one time he had one party too many Bible says that he lifted up himself against the Lord of heaven amen and he brought the vessels of the house of God before him he wanted to show off he wanted to have a nice party he wanted to dress it up he wanted his friends to know who he was hey I want you all to come to my party 
How many remember that? Amen. There's a party down in my cousin's house. Hey, there's a party down at my house. Hey, we're going to have a party this weekend. Hey, we're going to go to the prom. Hey, we're going to do so many things. How many remember the remarks that the world used to make to you? Hey, we're going to have a party here and we're going to have a party there. And many times they used to show off as to how much weed they had, how many pills they had, and how many things that they could do at these worldly parties. And I believe that Belshazzar was no different than the generation in which we live in today. He said, hey, we're going to have a party and all of my friends are invited. Hallelujah. He invited all of his friends. We're going to get together and we're going to have ourselves a blast, man. There's going to be wine. There's going to be beer. There's going to be women. There's going to be a good time. We're going to enjoy ourselves. Everybody is invited to this party. And everybody knew him as a party maker and a party goer. Everybody knew Belshazzar's house. Everybody knew what kind of parties Belshazzar would have. He was a rich man. He was a wealthy man. He wasn't going to have a dead, dull, boring party. Friend, when we used to have parties, they were not dead, dull, and boring. We used to indulge. We used to try to do the best that we possibly could. We needed for them to be exciting as we could make them. Hallelujah. And I believe that Belshazzar was doing the very same thing. And his friends didn't hesitate to go to this one particular blast, to this one particular party that they were going to go to. And the Bible clearly tells us that they were drinking out of the holy vessels of God. They began to take for granted the things of God. And they began, hallelujah, to drink out of the vessels of the Lord they begin to mess with their lives friend let me tell you every time that you go to a party and every time that you begin to indulge and every time that you begin to commit things against God you're playing with your life just like these people were doing in Belshazzar's party they were messing around with their own lives because the Bible says that they begin to drink out of the holy vessels of God And it was before the Lord. The Lords were there. And their wives. The concubines. They have drunk, drunk wine in those holy vessels. And thou hast praised the gods of silver and gold. Thou hast praised the gods of silver and gold. In their drunken stupor, they begin to boast about their wealth, about their money. They begin to boast about how wealthy they were and what they could do with their money. And then uh, they begin to boast about how much money they had and how good they were and so on. And they begin to boast about their brass. And I want to believe tonight when they started boasting about their brass, they started boasting about their music. They started saying how good 
good their music was and how good their music was to dancing and how it used to excite them and what a good time that they were having at this particular party in their drunken stupor and then they began to boast about their stones and they began to talk and, and they began to hear one another and the Bible says that all of a sudden in their drunken stupor when the party was all over and old Balshazzar stood basically by himself he was still drinking a little bit more he began to look up into a wall and the Bible says that all of a sudden he saw some fingers begin to write something upon that wall his knees began to shake he couldn't believe what he was looking at he couldn't believe what he was seeing he was seeing a hand without a body a hand without an arm that began to write upon that wall and oh when he saw that he began to tremble and I believe that the Bible says that his knees began to knock one with another because of fear of God and the presence of God and the judgment of God was coming upon that man during the end of his party time it was like if God was saying hey Belshazzar the end of your party has come the party is all over and it's time to judge you for what you are and what you have done oh friend let me tell you you can get away with it for a little while but when God begins to talk to your heart you better hear God you better tremble at the sight of Almighty God you better lend your ear and your heart to the voice of Almighty God when he begins to talk to your heart tonight he said it's time for you to be judged been much drunkenness here much dancing many women but it's time for you to be judged when the party was finally over the Lord spoke to him and told him hey you have been weighed in a balance and you have been found guilty you have been weighed in a balance your sins are greater than your good things. You have not been baptized in Jesus' name. So your sins are weighing you down. You've been weighed in a balance. And if you don't give your heart to God now, you might not ever have another chance. When the party's over, then it's too late. Amen. The rich young ruler said, I'm going to put all my goods away and I'm going to party. He said, I've earned all this. Do you know that there's a lot of people saying, I deserve this. I deserve to enjoy my life. I've had uh, relatives of mine that have uh, cut that kind of an attitude. When I was young, my daddy didn't let me go to parties. My daddy didn't let me do this. And my daddy didn't let me do that. So I'm going to enjoy myself now that my daddy's not over me. I'm going to let my children go out and party because I was deprived of that. Oh, what a sad sight to behold their children now that don't want nothing to do with God. I've known some of them that their party has ended in tragedy and they died and are in a devil's hell today because they partied in the world instead of partying for God they went out and did their thing in the world my 
friend and they no longer exist in, in this world today but they're in a devil's hell crying out for mercy but it's too late today I'm going to let them because I wasn't allowed to I'm going to let them go out and enjoy the things of the world because I never had a chance to enjoy the things of the world. What a, what a theology. What, a, what a, a way to think. What a way to think for a, for a Christian person today. Uh, to let the young people go out and enjoy the dances and the prom and the things of the world only because they feel that they were deprived. Oh friend, let me tell you what it's all over. They're going to suffer the consequences and you're going to suffer the consequences also. We need to teach our children today to love God. We need to teach them to praise God. We need to teach them that the parties of the world are worldly and eventually they will lead them into a devil's hell where there shall be the crying and the gnashing of teeth. And I knew you weren't going to run with this message tonight. But it's alright, amen? We don't have to run in every service. And I knew you weren't going to say amen too much to this either. Amen. But it's alright. It's the truth. When the party's all over with, friend, a lot of people will end up in, in, in hell where there shall be the crying and the gnashing of teeth. This young, rich, rich young ruler, hallelujah, who said, I'm going to have myself a ball. I'm going to have myself a time. I'm going to enjoy myself. I work for this. I, I deserve all this. He said, I'm going to put everything in the bank. I'm going to live off of the interest and I'm going to go out with my friends and I'm going to enjoy everything that belongs to me. Oh, what a mistake he made because he did not include God in his his plan he did not say I'm gonna serve God he did not say I'm gonna worship God he did not say I'm gonna leave the things of the world aside and I'm gonna go to the house of God and worship God no sir he left God out of his plan and a voice came to him and said thou fool today thy soul shall be required of thee you fool tonight you're going to die and what's going to happen with your riches what's going to happen with your girlfriend what's going to happen with your husband what's going to happen with those things that you're leaving behind they're going to stay behind for somebody else your girlfriend will fall in love with your, with your best friend your wife is going to go with somebody else your riches are going to stay behind you've got no need for riches in hell you're going to go to hell where there shall be the crying and the gnashing of teeth why don't you leave your parties and why don't you get close to God why don't you leave those things that are a hindrance to your life and give your heart to the Lord the saddest scripture that we find in the Bible tonight is the story of the rich man and Lazarus that paints to us a beautiful picture of what's going to happen to those that make it to heaven if you die now and a terrible picture of those that will die without God and what's going to happen to you after your parties and after your good times in the world the rich man didn't go to hell because he was rich he went to hell because he didn't serve God 
Lazarus didn't go to, he go, go to heaven because he was a poor man. Lazarus didn't make it to heaven because he was full of sores and God felt sorry for him. No, sir. Lazarus made it to heaven because he served God. Because he loved God. The Bible says that they both died. Both of them died. And they went on into eternity. And all of a sudden the Lord opens up the veil of heaven. And he lets us to see where Lazarus was at. He opened up the earth so that we might see the spiritual world. And what happens to you, to you, when you die and go into eternity. A lot of people say, well, when I die and everything is all over with, I'm going to fall asleep and I will never wake up again. That's a lie from the pits of hell. The devil is clouding your mind and making you believe that if you die now, that nothing will ever happen to you and you'll never wake up again. It's just like falling asleep like a little old baby and nothing will ever come of your life. That's not the way it is. The Lord shows us and taught us many times in his word what happens to a person when they die and here in this beautiful scripture that we find we see Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham enjoying the blessings of Almighty God but then the sad sight that we see is when we see the rich man who is there in hell and he is crying he is feeling everything some people say when you die you don't feel nothing that's what you think friend you acquire a soulish body and when you go into eternity all you do is get a transfer from this life to the other life all you do is go from the from a human life into a spiritual world you still exist you don't cease to exist it's like blinking your eyes when you give your last breath on the face of this earth you immediately wake up in heaven or in hell and this is what happened to the rich man he woke up in hell and he looked up and he beheld where he was at and he saw Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham and he recognized him he knew who he was and what he was all about and he reached out to him and cried oh father Abraham why don't you send Lazarus that he might come over here and tip the dip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for it is hot in this place it doesn't sound like a man that has lost all feeling it sounds like a man that is here on the earth and feeling the, the, the feelings of hell and the feelings of the fire let me tell you friend that's why we preach the word that's why we talk about salvation we are saved from hell that's why we preach the word and that's why we sing the songs and that's why we run the aisles and that's why we speak in tongues because we know what God has liberated from us from tonight It was all over for him. Can you imagine? And he cried out. And those flames were so hot. All around him he could feel the heat. Could you imagine when you are in a desert and you're in a wilderness and oh it gets so hot when you're working in construction you brothers know what it's all about and your throat gets so dry because of the heat and your stomach gets so dry and all of a sudden your body is craving from some nice ice cold water or a nice ice cold soda all you have to do is go and you open up that thing that you have there and you draw that ice cold water and it calms that hunger that 
thirst that you have and it cools you down to a certain extent but in hell my friend there's not going to be any cold water in hell my friend there's not going to be any air conditioners it's going to be hot and there's not going to be any way for you to come out the party is going to be all over you might not want to hear this but God this is what the Bible tells us tonight what is in hell tonight is hot and it's burning and it's horrible hallelujah let me tell you friend we'll do anything we possibly can to liberate you from the cause of the devil and from hell tonight he had his good time he enjoyed his life while he was in the world I've heard people say to me yeah preacher they said sure I'll go to hell I got friends there they said got some homeboys in hell I'm gonna see them man hey feed them man fools is what they are feed me man he said I Marilyn Monroe's in hell is she in hell picture she in hell the man told me I said that's right say man as long as she's there I'm I'm gonna it's no problem I'll be there I have yet to see a man make love while somebody's burning him with fire I've yet to see somebody embrace and hug and kiss and enjoy the blessings of one another when somebody's putting a match under their feet. No, sir. Hey, this is real tonight. We're talking about something that exists right this very moment. We're talking about people that were sitting in this church at one time that are no longer here. Visitors that came that never gave their heart to God and they died and are in hell even right this very moment. And they remember the time that they sat next to you. They remember the time that you invited them to an altar. And they came to an altar. And they might have felt the presence of God. But that party spirit was in their heart and was in their soul. And they did not want to, to go along with what God had to, uh, to offer them. Their party spirit was too strong. And the devil was able to get a hold of them. And they never gave their heart to God. And right now they're in hell burning. You know the tragedy of it all. If you notice, Lazarus never says a word. Seems to me like Lazarus never saw the rich man. The only reason God allowed Abraham to see the rich man in hell was because he needed to give that rich man a message. We get to heaven, friend, you're not going to remember those that stayed behind. But all oh, those of you that are going to hell, to go to hell, you're going to remember every second and every moment. You're going to remember that brother that invited you to this altar. They're going to remember the brother and the sister that went up to you and tried to pray you through the Holy Ghost. You're going to remember the times that they called you to try to get you to come to church and you made up excuses because you wanted to go to a party with your friends. You're going to remember every, everything is going to be so vivid in your mind and in your heart but it's going to be too late you're going to remember every second that you spent in the apostolic church but it's going to be too late the rich man remembered everything he remembered his brothers 
He remembered and he felt everything. He wasn't blind. He could see with his eyes. He could talk with his mouth. He had feelings. He was thirsty. But the party was all over for him. And the tragedy of his life was just about to begin. An eternity in him. Hey, let me tell you. This is real. I'm not trying to scare you. This is real. Right now, if God was to open up this altar and let us to see just a little bit of what's going on in hell. And this is just a preview, friend. This is not the lake of fire. This is hell. This is a chamber where people are waiting. There's going to come a time when the souls that are in hell are going to have to come before the white throne judgment of God. And when they come before the white throne judgment of God, God is going to cast them into the lake of fire where there shall be the crying and the gnashing of teeth. Right now they're in a waiting chamber and it's hot and it's horrible and it's ugly and they don't ever have a chance of coming out. Imagine that. If they would have given them a million years to spend in hell. The rich man has been there maybe over 2,000 years. He's been crying. He's been feeling the flames around him and the heat and the thirst that could not be quenched. He's feeling the pain, the heat, the ugliness of being in hell knowing hallelujah that he will never 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 be able to come out of that and if he feels so ugly and feels so horrible and he feels the flames and that are not touching his body but he feels the heat and he feels the ugliness and he knows that sooner or later God's gonna call him out of there and is gonna cast him into the lake of fire where it's gonna be hotter than where he's at for eternity that alone that alone that alone would drive a man Man mad you better believe we like to come to church it's a privilege coming to church it's an honor to come to the house of God it's a privilege to be able to worship God it's a privilege to be able to sing to God it's a privilege to be filled with the Holy Ghost it's an honor to be able to come to the house of God and lift up holy hands unto God and worship and pray and glorify his name Let me tell your brother, sister, friend that's visiting tonight. We love your soul. We love you. We don't want you to go to a hell where there shall be the crying and the gnashing of teeth. We don't want you to feel the pain of hell and the pain of fire forever. We want you to enjoy the blessings of God now. We want you to enjoy the blessings of the Lord now. Don't wait until... The party is over when you're going to have to come before the judgment throne of God and He will pronounce judgment upon you and cast you into the lake of fire where there shall also be the crying and the gnashing of teeth. Oh friend, let me tell you, it's an ugly thought when we think of hell. If God, as I said before, could only open this altar and He could show us just three seconds of what it's like in hell right now, I think that many of you would not be able 
able to endure. I think that a lot of us today, if God was to show us a little bit of what's it like in hell right this very moment, I think that we would go out of our minds. It's beyond the thoughts of man to see men and women burning and yelling and crying and their teeth gnashing because of the pain that they're feeling, the heat that is in hell today. When the party's all over, where are you going to end it at? I ended my party in the house of the Lord. I said, Lord, I'm through with the parties of the world. Lord, I'm through with those things that destroy the soul of man. And I'm going to come in here and I'm going to worship your name in spirit and in truth. I remember the story of the rich man that is so vivid and so alive in my heart today. And I look at that and I say, God, I don't ever, ever, ever want to end up like this man. Give me, O oh God, the grace to preach your word that I might be able to, to warn those that hear the word through me not to go to that place where that man is at right now. And many, do you know somebody that's in hell right now? Do you know a brother? Do you know a sister? Do you know a friend? Are you headed for hell today? My friend, are you headed for a devil's hell today where there shall be the crying and the gnashing of two teeth? Or are you ready tonight to give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ what will you do when the party is all over I want the group the group to come back up here right now bow your heads bow your heads I believe there's souls here tonight that need to come to the realization of where they stand before the mighty throne of God I believe that there's backsliders here tonight that need to come to the realization of where they stand right now in the presence of Almighty God. When it's all over, friend, when it's all over, where will you spend your eternity? When it's all over, when the party is all over with, Will you land up in a street somewhere with your head bashed in? Will you land up in a morgue dead of an overdose? Will you land up in an automobile accident somewhere? Where will you land up when the party is over with? If you're here tonight, you're not doing too good with the Lord and you want God to do something with your life, I invite you to come to this altar, no matter who you are. You that are visiting with us tonight and have not accepted the Lord, I invite you also to come. You that are not doing too good in the Lord, and you want God to do something in your life tonight, we invite you to come before it's too late. Make your peace with the Lord. Take your peace with God. Find a place to pray. Everybody 
find a place to pray. Find a place to pray. When it's all over, where will you spend eternity when it's all over, friend? What if something happens? Oh, if you be saved, so what will you do? comes back to take his church away what if something happens do you know if you